Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers with you. Bridget Whalen alongside. This is Golf Bets on Us, our weekly golf podcast from a betting angle. And of course, we will cover Tiger Woods as needed, and it is needed today. Follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen. No official PGA Tour event this week. We have the Hero World Challenge, though, which is a 20 golfer invitation only event hosted by one Tiger Woods out there in the Bahamas. So we will break that down from a betting perspective. Also, we are fresh off Tiger Woods's media availability today. What did he say? The breakdown with that is the comeback on for 2022. We shall discuss right here on Lock It In. I hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday. We are into the holiday season, and now it is acceptable for Bridget to listen to Christmas music. So, we are firing on all cylinders. I love this time of the year. It's a great time for sports and content and should be a fun week of golf at the Hero World Challenge. Of course, all of the odds that you hear on this very program are courtesy of Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive that bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, Bridget. Happy post Thanksgiving to you. Happy holiday season. Happy holiday season. I'm shocked that you didn't say it's the most wonderful time of year. You said it's a great time of year. I know. I should say it correctly, right? Yeah, that was like I was anticipating, and then you did not deliver, which is and then rare. break out into song. It's the most. <laughs> wow. I got the okay. vocals a little bit. All right, I feel like you made up for it there. Good job. Okay. Hi, Cam. <laughs> happy happy uh, a post-match, post-Thanksgiving pod day. <laughs> you were right about the match, by the way. Brooks destroyed Bryson. And let me just say this about the match last week. Folks, there is a difference between being social media funny and actually being funny in person. That was a snooze fest, Bridget. Phil Mickelson was working overtime to create some sort of entertainment. I mean, these guys were pretty dry, just say. But but did we did but didn't we predict that? I don't think we thought there was I, That's I true. knew this this was gonna falter on that level. I, I also knew that Brooks was not gonna falter on the golf level. Uh I, I think it was exactly what I well, obviously, because I picked mm. Brooks, but it, it really did fall into place just as I thought it would uh, and uh, quite, quite boring indeed. I, so here's the thing. 
there is something here, right? Like with all of these matches, time and time again, we always say there is some nugget that pulls you in. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm so immersed in golf and it's the get of getting like two players or two players and two elite athletes, whatever it is. I don't know if that's the pull for me and that makes me just continuously tune in even when I say I'm not going to. There is something there. They just have to figure out how to expand upon it because I I do think these matches, they have something. It's just they all kind of fall short and I just don't, and they all fall short for different reasons. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not on like the board or the committee of like, how do we make the match better? But I think that they have to continue because there's, they're, they're like getting better. I, like, I don't know. It, they're getting better in the sense of now I'm actually planning to tune in. Even when I, I like had something to do on Friday, but I was like, you know what? I got to turn it on. I got to see what's up. And I, I do think it's the elusiveness of like, Oh, these guys, I know where they are on like the Friday after Thanksgiving. And that sounds a little creepy. sounds a little weird, but the, I feel like as a golf, like I am so inbred into like wanting to tune into a tournament. I think that that's kind of the get for me is like knowing that they're going to be on TV at like a random time and I'm going to get to see them hit shots. But there, there definitely is something there. It's just, again, it was a little bit of a snooze fest. Yeah, we've talked about this before. How can we make the match better? And I'm leaning toward going back to the four person, but you have yeah. to have two comedians who play golf. I mean, you just have to do it because it can't be Phil and Charles Barkley carrying the weight the entire time. And let's face it, there's not a lot of personalities out there on the PGA Tour, at least from what I know. I don't know these guys personally, but you know, from what I gather. So we got to workshop it a little bit. But the problem too, and just to put a bow on this, Bryson and Brooks were friends during that match. Like, if we had yes. this the week after the eye-rolling video, Bridget, then there is some intrigue. But that would have never happened because, again, at the time, they weren't friends. So why would they do that? I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. But I agree with you. I think it was very uh, makeshift. and But we, we talked about that. We knew it was going to be. It's just to actually see it come to life and be like, wah, wah. <laughs> I yeah. think that I, I agree with you. It, it was very uh, uh, lackluster. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So we'll see what the next iteration of the match will be. We will turn our focus to the Hero World Challenge. As I mentioned, in the Bahamas, Nassau Island, the Albany Golf Course, a par 72, measuring 7,300 yards. Interesting golf course. Ernie Ells design link style with five par fives, five par threes, and eight par fours. But before we get to the X's and O's of that, Tiger Woods going public for the first time since the car accident as far as a press conference is concerned. And, you know, you can tell that his tone is shifting. His attitude is shifting. And he certainly has more worldly perspective than ever before talking about this comeback. I guess the biggest headline would be he's not going to be full-time on the PGA Tour. That is not a stunning development. I mean, we've talked about it on this show many a time, how Tiger Woods will continue to condense his schedule and peak for the majors. And it sure as heck sounds like it's really only going to be the majors going forward aside from his own golf tournaments and maybe Jack's tournament, and that's it. So no full-time from Tiger Woods, no 2018 as we talked about last week, 
and he's not entirely sure when he will be back on the golf course. The other thing, too, is that there was a fear that maybe he would walk out of that hospital with one leg. I mean, it's truly remarkable how lucky he is to be sitting in front of us and how lucky we are to have that hope that he will return to the PGA Tour at some point down the line, made some noise about maybe St. Andrews in 2022 at the Open Championship. So we're talking well down the line here, Bridget. But nonetheless, really encouraging to hear the words of Tiger Woods in front of the media yet again. Yeah, quite alarming hearing that amputation was actually on the table. I know that that was tossed around just sort of by the media and by speculation, but to actually hear that from him was alarming uh, to say the least that like, I can't even imagine him having to go through that. He seemed also like so unaffected by the whole experience, which was also a little alarming to me. Like, and I guess that comes with time, right? Like he he's now nine months removed or nine months plus. So mm. I guess that it's it's new to us in the sense of this is the first we've heard from him, but it's not new to him. So I think that I'm just in a different position than he is, obviously, in relation to talking about it. I think all of us are like, it's so ever present and top of mind. And he's like, no, like, I'm not even on crutches anymore. Like, I'm so far in my progress in my rehab. And, and we're still like, thinking that, oh, like this crash kind of just happened. Like it. That's how my brain at least is processing it because I haven't seen him in so long. Um, it was so good to see him. I, when that Golf Digest interview dropped, I, I literally had to stop whatever I was doing. I just had to, like, I had to hear his voice. I had to see him. It's funny because to me, I always refer to him as Superman. I think a lot of people do. He referred to himself as not Wolverine. So it's like, oh, wow. So like in his brain, he'd rather be Wolverine than Superman. I love learning little things like that about him because I'm obsessed with the man. Uh, another thing that I always get reminded of when he speaks to the press or, or does those golf TV, golf digest interviews with Henny is that he's kind of like a nerd. He's like a big dork. Uh, and sometimes I don't like to acknowledge that. I like to just think of him as like the omnipresent, like, superior golfer you know like the best of the best like he's the coolest he's like the smartest the best golfer I just I put him on such a high pedestal of like superlatives and then to hear him like tell a story about Justin Thomas and his kid and and it not be that funny like I think he said uh uh Charlie had goaded JT with saying like how many PGAs do you have and Justin was like I've won and Charlie was like, oh, well, there's four in the other room. And, and Justin Thomas was like, yeah, they're your dads. And like, <laughs> that was the punchline. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that wasn't, it's not that funny. Um, but I, I love seeing him. I just, I mean, I love seeing him smile. I love seeing him get back into sort of like carrying that legacy of the PGA Tour, right? Like he was asked about the Super League and he said his legacy is on the tour. I love hearing that from him because he is such an influence to the next generation and he is so integral and important to the lifeblood of the game on the tour and not on the tour. Like, let's just be honest. He brings people to the game to play at all levels. So I just, right. I, I really did love hearing those things from him. Um, 
And also, I am not looking for 2018. I don't think anyone who is a fan of Tiger Woods is looking for 2018 or looking for 2019 and a major victory. We're not looking for that. So if he wants to play a few tournaments a year, if he wants to tee it up in the majors, then by all means do it. He doesn't owe us anything. I don't think he feels like he owes us anything, but sometimes I feel like he probably lets people down when he delivers news as such as if I'm, you know, what if he said I'm not returning to competitive golf? Like Mm -hmm. that's the alternative. And we didn't get that. So like we got something that I don't think a lot of us were anticipating getting by him saying, I want to get back out there and compete at the highest level. I agree with you. I think he'll tee it up in important tournaments to him. So I I think he'll try to play the Genesis, probably not this year. I I know I hinted at that. Probably not going to happen after I heard what he was talking about in regards to St. Andrews. So if he's looking that far down the road, which is midsummer, then no, a February return is not going to happen. I know that there were little hints at PNC, but keep in mind, PNC is such a relaxed uh, event and it's with his son and it's, you know, I mean, it's competitive by nature. It's not competitive by choice. So uh, if he does come back to that, that's definitely not on the same level. Um, But I would really like to see him try to to tee it up at all the majors. And then if he wants to do a couple periphery tournaments, like the Memorial, like the Genesis when he can, like, you know, obviously I think he would play in the hero if he was, if he was able to, I think in 2019, he finished fourth, right? That was the last time this event was played. So, and that's, uh, it's a invitation only best of the best. So like stuff like that elite level stuff that has meaning to him. I would love to see him play. Yeah, we'll see what happens here, and it's nice that he's even talking about 2022, but let's make it very clear. He's not sure at what level he can play the game of golf again, and obviously, he's still in the rehab process. By the way, he has no desire to look back on that car crash and talk about the incident because he said it's all in the report. You can read it there, so he is done with that and really doesn't want to get into the nuts and bolts of that experience and i don't blame him at all but he will be on the grounds this week for the hero world challenge and as you said bridget just really good to see his face his smile telling stories again the nike swoosh you know the drill so it really is awesome to see him back at it and at least conversing with the public yet again because we have been looking for that for quite some time so It's a good field, and the stars come out for Tiger Woods. There's no doubt about it. 20 golfer event at Albany Albany Golf Course, which is a par 72, as I mentioned, and not an official PGA Tour event, but you can still bet on this at betonline.ag. As you probably noticed, Bridget, the odds are very much condensed, obviously, because it's a 20-person field. So the likes of Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas for an outright bet, you know, the payout is less than, say, 156-man field. So there you have it. I really did not dig too much as far as the data is concerned, Bridget, because we're sort of in a wonky part of the year in terms of recent form. It's hard to really quantify it, but my Alexa is talking right now. Alexa, stop. (laughs) I was like... Who is that woman in there? That is so (laughs) random. I don't even know what I said to make her say something. Okay. Um, Anywho, (laughs) I thought she was just going to stop talking. 
So it's a good field. Like I mentioned, Kepka, Spieth, Reed, Scheffler, Answer, Justin Thomas. Of course, Brooks Kepka. Uh, he'll be an interesting nugget of information this week. We'll see if he can carry momentum after the match, after that victory. So let's see. Last week at the match. Yeah, you, let's get it. You Give won $73 thanks to that Bryson victory. Or excuse Brooks, me, Brooks, Brooks victory, yes. I had the Bryson <laughs> victory. I did not get that. $18.90 for me. Bridget's lead is $721 to my 613 So I say we get into this. And it looks like you have an outright just like myself. If you want to kick it off, have at it. Ooh, you have a lot of money on this one. And it's a crazy outright indeed because this is his first start since... I mean, he defended his title on Mayakoba, and now I'm saying he's going to win. I'm going Victor Hovland this week. This is purely on uh, a, a Bridget vibe, a Bridget feel. I mm -hmm. also didn't do a deep dive. Uh, I mean, other than knowing it's like a linksy look, we got the windswept dunes. I think that there's strategic water play, obviously, with the hazards. Honestly, Victor is a total feel, and I know it's crazy because he'd be backing up a win with a win, backing up a defending a title with a win. Like, that doesn't really happen, and that's why I'm kind of going all in on it. I'm putting $40 yeah. down on this outright bet. Also, the last three champions of this event were non-Americans, so I don't know. I'm at least following a line with that, that like category, pattern, whatever you want to call it. Okay, Victor Hovland coming off the recent victory. We'll see if he can get it done this week. I'm going JT, 9-1. to one. I'll do the same, 40 bucks on Justin Thomas to get it done this week. We know what he can do with his irons. T5 in his third appearance here two years ago. Closed out the fall with a solo third at Mayakoba. I feel good about it. He's got serious win equity no matter where he tees it up, in my opinion. So nine to one, I think that's a solid number there. So Justin Thomas is my outright pick for this week. So Justin Thomas, to segue into my first top five, is one of my top fives. I'm putting $10 down on this. I feel like to say after winning the Players' Championship this season, it's still been a disappointing year for JT, which is just like a wild thing to say because knocking the players off the list is like a huge feat. I just feel like he's trending. Like I'm very optimistic. Yep. I do think this trip is more of a, you know, a business trip for him. I don't think he really wants to be playing competitive golf in December. He sort of alluded at that. He's trying to play more events in the wraparound um, over the past couple of years. I do see him finding success this week, giving him a top five. All right, so I have a top three, which we haven't seen before on, been online, but I'm going for Abraham Answer at plus 450, $20 on him, seventh at Mayakoba, gained strokes with his irons in three of his past four events, ranked second in strokes gained putting over the last 24 rounds, won a WGC not too long ago. This is a guy who can show up with the strongest of fields. So I will take Abraham answer here. I just like the number. I like the value in my opinion. So $20, why not? Top three finish for him. I love that. I love that. Um, I also love that you're going with a top three, which is like not a cam move at all. No. So love that. Love that all around. All right, I have another top five. 
which I put his name into our doc as Stain Burns, offic uh, ori officially, originally. Um, so he's the same Burns. I'm going with that. I'm going with Sam Burns for a top five. Okay. I think that, he, so he's super impressive to me as a player who like has had early success and then has continued to have success. I feel like even with, like take John Rahm, for instance, who's like number one player in the world, they have success and then they kind of like backpedal, right? Like it's that take two steps forward and one step back. Sam Burns didn't do that. He like has kept on with this rapid rise, impressive streak. Um, I see him doing really well against the best players in the world. So an elite field like this, I think kind of brings out the best in Sam. I'm putting $20 down. So a little more than JT, double actually. Um, but it's difficult to see him doing i i can't predict him i can't predict seeing him do poorly wow kind of mumbled my words there so going with sam burns i bet you if you looked at the strokes gained total leaders within the last year sam burns would probably be third or second john yep. Rahm would be first i mean he has been so consistent like you mentioned to your point about not falling back after a victory and continuing to content on the pga yep. tour so yeah top five makes a lot of sense for me i've got a couple or actually three top fives myself i will start with scotty scheffler at plus 225 five dollars on this one fourth and t2 finishes at mayakoba and houston in the fall windy conditions should be familiar to him performs well in the big stages boy it would be unfortunate if he won this because it's not an actual pga tour event but still, I'm sure he will put that trophy on the mantle regardless. Scotty Scheffler for a top five, though. I almost had Scotty in one of my top five, so I'm glad that you did. All there right, let's go. hear the rest. Just rattle yours off. Yep, okay. So Patrick Reed, this is a value play. Plus 450 for a top five. $20 on this one. He is, I think, second to last on the odds board for the outright market. But he has played this event each year. It's taken place at Albany, T3 in 2019, two other top five finishes. There's been a bit of a layoff. Maybe he figured out his game. $20 plus $450, another value play, just like with Abraham Answer, in my opinion. So I'll take Patrick Reed there. And then Jordan Spieth, plus 185 for a top five. He's got those baby vibes going right now. Three top five finishes <laughs> from 2015 to 2017. Five bucks on speed, so the payout won't be all that much, but there you go. Yeah, congrats to Jordan and Annie on Sammy Speeds. And then also congrats to Ricky and Allison on Maya. Maya Fowler. How about that they for timing? Had, yeah, four days apart. Like crazy. So cool, but crazy. Um, all right, love all of that. I would love to see Jordan do well this week. Like, absolutely adore the man would love to follow up the birth of his first child with a victory. So I, I'm in on that top five. I, if he gets a victory, I'm fine with that too. Okay. I have two top tens. Rory McIlroy going with the top 10. I wanted to pull the top three with this, but then I balked a little and now I'm having a little bit of remorse. So I'm just going to do the top 10. Okay. The, the amount of frustration in this man is, is immense after the DP world tour champ. Um, I'm sure you saw the video of him ripping his shirt. I mean, it kind of got overshadowed by the tiger swing video being mm. dropped, which was 
pretty funny. Um, I just think Rory is so, he's so invested in doing well. I love him so much. I, I've said this before. He's one of my favorite players, like, of all time. I just want to see him have a good Sunday, have a good finish. Uh, that's why I, I was sort of willing into existence a top three finish, but I'm going to go with the top 10. Um, I'm putting $20 down. This isn't a value play at all. This is just a, I love Rory and I want him in my card this week play. Yeah. Minus 250. So yeah. Heavy, heavy favorite. Yeah. For a top 10. Yeah. This is like not at, yeah, we're, we're not looking to win money here. We're just looking to give him good vibes and put him in the card. Um, and then my last pick, another top 10. This is so random. This is another Bridget vibe, vibe. Wow. Can I talk today? I, so it's snowing here and I'm looking outside the window and I'm like, I don't know if I'm like upset about the snow or if my body's just having like sort of a reaction against the snow. Your body's not I, loving it. It is yeah. not loving it. I am just totally jumbling my words because I think I am just like in a state of shock. Um, welcome to Jersey. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm going with Harris English for top 10. I have no idea why I'm doing this. I think I actually think he's he's second to last in the odds, but I could be wrong about that. Um, and that's all I got. I'm putting $10 down on Harris English. I just, I don't know. This is a total, I saw his name, it popped out. Feels like he would do well in the Bahamas. You know, he's a, a, a Sea Island guy. I don't know. I got nothing here other than I'm going with him. I mean, you're splitting hairs when you're talking about a 20-person field of this caliber, right? So it's all right. relative. Anybody in this field could outright win, in my opinion. So that's just how I feel there. Okay, I have one top 10. The match vibes, Brooks Kepka. Plus 100, even money, <laughs> $5 on that. We'll see if he can get it done. I think he can. He's not a heavy favorite this week at all, so I figured a top 10. I'll throw that down. And then I have a top American, Justin Thomas, plus 650, $5 on that. I'm Go having him win outright. Might as well run it back, right? Yeah. Yeah, run it back. So I have something to say about you and Brooks Kepka. You just can't quit the guy. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I mean, like, I have to give him respect after going Bryson. See? Wait, oh, wait, no, see, my brain's not working. I, something's happening here. I picked Brooks. <laughs> yeah. What's happening here? Well, it's the snow, people. <laughs> I was so against him last week, I felt bad. So I was like, you know what? After the match, you won. We'll see what you can do this week. Top 10, bam. So bam. He actually, I have to say, I tuned into quite a bit more of the match than I thought I would. Mm. He looked really good. So I'm all about that play. I think that he he showed his stuff last week. I don't know if that was like an adrenaline, like let me just put this on display. I don't know if he went into like major mode Brooks. I don't know. I cannot say, but his game looked like it was in good shape. So I support that. We also support one of our newest sponsors for this month, Lightbox. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab because of their process. They can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. 
Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds are the gift. They'll never want to take off priced, so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. Bridget, when do you do your holiday shopping? <laughs> uh, Year-round. Year-round. Okay. I never stop shopping. I I have an illness, and it is shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about you. I didn't know you were a big shopper. I have more. I have enough clothes to clothe a small country. Wow. And enough shoes probably to put a small country. So Would you say more so athletic clothing, a mixture of everything, more fashionable clothing? 100% fashionable. My athletic okay. clothing repertoire is zero. I, I am an elite runner. By the way, first female in our town's turkey trot. Just have to wow. you know, pat myself on the back. Yep. Amazing. 1826. Book it. Um she's speedy my nickname's breezy for a reason uh i wear my brother's old shirts when i run that's how disturbingly not fashionable my athletic attire is i have a lot of like going out clothes go to right. work clothes uh way more high-end fashion for me if if y'all just want to know that's what i have going on in the closet very interesting okay so you like the baggy look when you're running see i don't like that i like the tighter fit so that it's not like uh, bouncing on me you I'm, know what i mean i am all about the bag the the more homeless i look when i <laughs> exercise the better i don't want anyone whistling at me i don't want anyone cat calling me i want to look like i'm running from something not like I'm running <laughs> with purpose. Understood. Understood. By the way, fantastic time. Is that a 5K? That's a 5K, baby. Okay. I think I was like 21 something in my last 5K. So I'm coming my, uh, on on. Yeah. My PR, which it was a Florida PR, which the muscles are a little looser down there is 1809. So we're not there yet, but we're close. Yeah. And the colder temperatures, I'm sure that affects things a little bit, right? Yeah, you know, warming up the muscles is a little more difficult right. when it's 40 degrees out. But I have to say, it, it wasn't that chilly that morning. Like, the wind was down. It, it was pretty nice running conditions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to figure out a way to go public about my iteration of the batch last week because I lost for the eighth <laughs> consecutive year. And let me tell you, Bridget... <laughs> I think it's time to finally nix the whole Matt Fred versus Cam Rogers rivalry because 0-8 is kind of a tough sell. So anyway, <laughs> next year, I think we're going to do the match, but we're going to do it with a charity component. And Matt and I will go one-on-one -on -one and, you know, we'll do something, you know, in regards to giving to like Special Olympics or something like that, closest to the whole blah, blah, blah. So I think the rebrand is like the match Friendsgiving. This time, they're teaming up for doing good. You know? oh, I love that. You I like that? love that. Okay. Yeah. Plus, there's like a better purpose to it and not just me hyping up a non-rivalry. You know what I mean? So there you go. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I love it both ways, but <clears throat> getting a charity involved, always, always a good play. Right. Right. Plus, it's the giving season, so I think it's a good time for that. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. Hero World Challenge this week. More Tiger Woods coverage as needed right here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers. This is Golf Bets on Us. She is Bridget Whalen. I am Cam Rogers. I'll talk to you very soon. I'll talk to you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.